Polly is a very close friend of mine. I adore his husband. He was instrumental in my, uh, he was my idol when I was getting, you know, recovery. And so she, uh, they have a little trouble with the, uh, she flew from Key West. They have a house in Key West. She's getting ready to bring Arnold to Cuba when Fidel goes down. You know what I mean? <laughs> so here, so here she's pulling. Cuba almost came to Key West yesterday. <laughs> My name is Polly, and I'm a grateful member of Al-Anon and several other 12-step groups. I uh, was saying to Doug when we were driving up here from um, Newark this noon uh, that 40, 50 years ago, <laughs> that was 1945, we were in this part of the country on one of, we had just met about a month before, and we were invited to a lodge that was owned by a medical student, a uh, compatriot of Doug's, at, and he went to PNS in New York, and uh, we came up here for the weekend. And um, I, I can't remember what lake or what lodge, I was smitten, and... We just we just had the most wonderful, wonderful weekend. That was a long time ago. We just had our forty eighth anniversary yesterday, as a matter of fact. So <laughs> Mary, when you first called me to uh and asked asked me to speak, I said uh I'm not in a really very good way because I have relapsed from Al Anon this past year. And Mary said, oh, that doesn't matter. That's what I was going to ask you to speak on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I uh, I couldn't uh, very well say no, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Mary, for asking me. I needed to come here. I've um, had a, a slip from Al-Anon that um, was really unintentional. Uh, I think, anyway, um, although I was I was mad at the world and um, mad at uh, just about everybody um, because I was I was hurting, and um, I think when you're ill, um, your judgment gets impaired, and uh, mine certainly did, and I stopped uh, stopped going to my meetings. I had all kinds of excuses. I um, really never intended to uh, give it up for so long, but I found as the months went on that I hadn't been to a meeting um, until recently, since uh, about the 1st of June, and I've been feeling better and um, have been getting out a lot more. Um, what happened was that last November I started having lots of muscle aches and pains and I don't want to carry on about my illness, but uh, um, we we went to a couple of doctors and finally my uh, internist diagnosed it as something called uh, polymyalgia rheumatica, which is uh, a sort of a third cousin to arthritis. 
um, except it's in the muscles and not the joints. Nothing wrong with my joints. And it's self-limiting. After a year or so, it'll go away, which is the good news. But in the meantime, um, the only uh, cure for it or to keep the pain away is cortisone. And if any of you had to be on any high doses of cortisone for any length of time, you know what it does to you. It makes you look like a blimp and uh, a woodchuck and a chipmunk, <laughs> and uh, it interferes with your sleep and your your skin and your teeth and every other part of you. So um, in dealing with this, I seem to do it in the best way Polly knows how, which was take it all back and do it herself. And I did continue uh, some other 12-step groups that I'm in, but um, I seem to forget that although I'm not in an active alcoholic relationship, um, I, those years hopefully are behind us. We, I certainly have stressful problems that need need help that need that need you all. Also, I've um, recently started a codependence program, which I find is is very valuable to me. I, I didn't ever think of myself as being codependent, but I um, guess I just never looked in the mirror hard enough. I've uh, really been very delirious with joy that this uh, problem of mine was not life-threatening and uh, should have taken that as a clue to, well, this is just something that, you know, you have to go through. It could be so much more serious. And instead, I got really on a pity pot. Um Poor little old me, why was this happening? I've always been healthy. Um, you know, I don't deserve this. And um, my thinking just just went went downhill completely. Besides not going to meetings, I stopped seeing all but just a few a couple of really close friends on a regular basis. And I started all the the old um, habits, some of which I had hopefully put behind me or was working on. I I started projecting. I wasn't living one day at a time. I was worrying. I was making lists. I um, was criticizing. I was taking your inventory. Um, I wasn't sleeping, and I um, I just was generally a mess. But um, fortunately, um, along about the middle of the summer, um, the doctor could lower my dosage of cortisone, and I'm on decreasing dosages now, and everything is looking really hunky-dory. Miraculously, I began to feel better. (laughs) I do think there's an awful lot to this mind-body connection. Um, what we put into our system is certainly going to affect our our mind and vice versa. What we do to our body is going to affect our mind. What we think about is going to affect our body. I don't know if any of you have read uh, Deepak uh, Chopra's um, book on um, um, aging 
what is it called? Um, I wrote it down here. Ageless Body, Timeless Mind. Wonderful book on uh, just what I've I've been discussing. That you know what we do to ourselves, just uh, what we think about, what we uh, how we live our life, just is is so important, and uh, we're all part of a. He goes on, of course, about being part of a, a big universe and so on. It's, I can certainly recommend it. I also started uh, becoming a little closer to the God of my understanding this summer, and uh, I'd really sort of forgotten uh, the last six months. Not forgotten. I'd walked away from my spiritual contact or my spiritual uh, life, you, you know that poem about uh, God picking you up and the footprints in the sand, and I think he was he was carrying me for a lot of that, a lot of those months, because I deserted him, he didn't desert me. Finally, I started uh, calling up some friends that I hadn't seen for a while, and I started back on my exercise program. I started going to meetings again. I uh, called my sponsor, um, who had sort of, actually she had moved out of town, so we have not been in close contact uh, with each other anyway, except sporadically. But I lightened up a little, and I uh, tried to turn it over one day at a time. And miracles do happen. I suddenly uh, found that uh, I I was um, beginning to think differently, to think in a more positive way, to um, do things again, just, uh, you know, become a citizen of the world again. And it wasn't easy. I um, asked... Uh, asked you all to help me, and you did, and you never judged. You uh, asked me, um, or waited for me to, in my home group, to explain my absence, and you never, you never questioned, just, hi, it's good to see you again, glad you're here. And that's, that's the beauty of, of these 12-step groups, and, and the beauty of Al-Anon. I like to think that I learned something from my my relapse. I call it a relapse, so because I I think that as a slip is a short term, maybe uh, I, I don't know. I put it in terms of uh, of AA. I guess a, a slip is is more temporary. A relapse is. Uh, uh, pretty planned and uh, hard to hard to get your program back together again. But anyway, whatever you want to call it, I I like to think that um, I have a, a a few things that I've learned from this. One of them. Um, Gail Sheehy put down very nicely in her new book, New Passages. She says, uh, to a large degree, we get up and put on the age we feel each morning. 
A good feel-young day is when I let go and allow something spontaneous and maybe even magic to happen. Another thing I've learned is that now I have a choice. I, I say I've learned that. I learned it 20 years ago, and I learned it 15 years ago, and I guess I'm still learning it. But I can enjoy a uh, tremendous potential, with your help, that is, potential for growth and change and acceptance, or bored by myself, I can fall back into depression and despair and simply stick there. Another thing I've uh, tried to learn from this um, slip is that I can remain inflexible or I can change my attitude. Um, I think changing my attitude is, is something that um, the meetings help with so much. Um, I come away from my meeting realizing that uh, the world isn't wrong, I'm, I'm wrong. And if I can just change it and accept it, um, I, I can get on with, with my life. Another thing I've, one of my favorite Al-Anon principles has always been that I can only be responsible for Polly. And I can't be responsible for anybody else. And if that is, has been verified by this, this, uh, abstinence, it's, it certainly, uh, it certainly has. I feel that, um, the, the responsibility for my own growth, my own, uh, my own health, uh, my own, uh, well-being, my own uh, community concerns, my, my own uh, judgment with my children, um, it, it's got to stem from me. And uh, being responsible to me is, is one of the most important aspects of my life and something that I always really talk to my children about and, and uh, tried to stress when they were growing up. But I, I did lose a lot of that. I um, was um, I was responsible for um, just not feeling well, and that was all. And uh, uh, my my path had just become so narrow, and um, my judgment so impaired uh, that that I was I was really really sick. At the same time, I'm working on becoming healthier, eating properly, exercising more, and all those good things that I think a lot of us are trying to do in the 90s. I find if I nurture this mind and the body that God gave me with the grace of this program, that miracles do happen. And where else can I go but to an Al-Anon meeting? and come away joyous and free and leave all of my negative thoughts there. I, I don't know any other place that I can do that. I don't ever want to forget the great feeling of lo loosening my restrictive, self-imposed boundaries 
for the idea of putting limits on myself when for the first time I am without limits is now devastating to me. Um, in closing, I'd like to share a poem with you which says it all for my uh, born-again freedom, a freedom I couldn't have found without this program. And hopefully I, I choose to not have another slip. I choose to stick with the winners this time and ask for help. The poem is really more about uh, limitations than anything. It's called When I Am an Old Woman. I shall never wear purple with a red hat which doesn't go and doesn't suit me. And I shall spend, I'm sorry, I shall wear purple with a red hat which doesn't go and doesn't suit me. That's the whole point of it. <laughs> and I shall spend my pension on brandy and summer gloves and satin sandals and say, we've no money for butter. I shall sit down on the pavement when I'm tired and gobble up samples in shops and press alarm bells and run my stick along the public railings and make up for the sobriety of my youth. I shall go out in my slippers in the rain and pick the flowers in other people's gardens and learn to spit. <laughs> I'd like to learn to whistle. <laughs> you can wear terrible shirts and grow more fat and eat three pounds of sausages at a go or only bread and pickle for a week, and hoard pens and pencils and beer mats and things in boxes. But now we must have clothes that keep us dry and pay our rent and not swear in the street and set a good example for the children. We will have friends to dinner and read the papers, but maybe I ought to practice a little now so people who know me are not too shocked and surprised when suddenly I am old and start to wear purple. <laughs> Thank you.